0: You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This is a presentation from Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality.
2: That was some trip.
3: Yeah, thank goodness it's over.
0: I'll see. I hate time travel. and never want to go through
2: anything like that again.
1: What just happened?
2: We've been transported home, Briscoe, back to the Titan II in the present day, after a terrifying and confusing adventure through time and space.
4: We were? It really doesn't seem as if anything happened at all.
0: What do you mean? I was nearly killed.
1: We all were.
0: That certainly was a close one. Yes. I'm still not sure. I
1: actually
2: survived the experience.
4: What experience?
2: Briscoe, are you being just your usual dense self? Or are you trying to tell us you really don't know what just happened?
3: Honestly, Captain, I don't know what's happening now. But I promise you, I don't remember anything before we all appeared right here.
0: He's as clueless as always. Why not just drop it, mon capitaine?
3: We should hear him out, guys. It does feel kind of... not right.
2: What do you mean, Squeak?
3: Well, I don't know how to describe it, but I kind of feel myself like something is out of sync. Briscoe can be a bit...
0: I think the word you're searching for, Mon Cherie, is boneheaded.
3: Not quite how I'd put it. But Briscoe can be a little slow on the uptake at times.
0: In other words, boneheaded, as I said. We get your points, Sphinx.
3: Yeah. But as I was pointing out, this seems a bit extreme, even for poor Briscoe. I'm extreme? Wow. I've always wanted to be considered extreme. (laughs) So, uh, what are we talking about again? See what I mean?
0: No. You see what I mean? Boneheaded.
1: That's simply
3: not nice, Sphinx.
1: Exactly. Now apologize, Frenchie.
2: What? Look, never mind. But you do have a point, Squeak. I suppose we have to give Briscoe the benefit of the doubt on this one. Nerd.
1: Yes, like Sphinx said.
0: Nerd. Hey, that's my catchphrase, mon ami. Keep your speaker system off it. But
1: I don't have a catchphrase.
0: Well, that is not my problem, mon ami. You can't have mine. Come up with your own.
1: Uh, well,
0: sure, I- I'd like to. But I just can't think of one.
1: And I, I have tried. And try for a very long time. I, I think I need help on this one. Well,
0: how about the uh, Shut up, Zymtron. Hey, that's one of mine.
1: Oh, you are so hilarious, Sphinx. Ah, ah, ah. Now, seriously, I think I should have a catchphrase. It's all for marketing purposes, of course. Uh, uh, I have an idea. let's
0: go to Dave's
1: and... Uh, see if we can think of one. Oh, please
0: help me, Sphinx.
1: Please.
0: Oh, all right, mon ami. Let's go. Besides, I could use a good stiff drink after that crazy misadventure we
2: just had.
4: What misadventure? I just don't remember anything.
2: That's it. You two go down to Dave's and drink your troubles away. Being your usual bone idle selves while I make myself useful and sort out Briscoe's memory problem. Sounds good to us, mon ami.
1: Yes.
0: See you on the fifth side, Putters. <laughs> good one, Zimtron. Maybe that could be your catchphrase.
3: <laughs> How are you going to do that, Pudge?
2: By giving the little guy a complete diagnostic. I'm going to get Boffin to hook up Briscoe to the ship's computer. May the electronic gods help us and thoroughly scan his positronic network for any faults. Once we know exactly what the trouble is, I'm gonna get Boffin to fix him.
4: You sure that'll work, boss man?
2: It'd better, or I'll personally reprogram both you and Boffin with a very large axe, Brisco. Now let's go.
3: Good luck. I'll catch up with you guys later. Listening to the Robots of the Company sixth season finale, episode number sixty-five, "The Brisco Virus," written by Jonathan Patrick Russell.
0: How about make my day,
1: Pong? That's a good one, Uh, but still not quite right. Uh, I need one that fits my unique personality. I need something that says this is
0: Zimtron, and he needs business. <laughs> then I'm afraid you're screwed, Zimtron, because your personality sucks. Besides, no one takes you that seriously, mon ami. Like
1: hey, take that back, Frenchie.
0: Never. What can I say? The truth hurts, fat boy. Hey, that's, that's a pretty good one right there. The truth hurts, fat boy.
1: Yes. I like it.
0: Well, you can't have that one.
1: Why why not?
0: Because that's something I would say. Find one of your own. Hey, what gives you guys? You know how
5: arguments drive away my customers. Oh
0: sorry, Dave. We. Oui. Apologies, Dave. Zimtron is just trying to come up with a catchphrase.
5: Still? You've been at that for years now. I thought sure you'd have come up with one before now. Me too. But a good one escapes me right now. Uh, Got any ideas, Dave? Hmm. Let me see. How about... Help! Help! My butt is on fire! You're kidding, right? Okay. How about... Stop, or my butt will shoot!
0: (laughs) Oh, you slay me, Dave. That one is way too heroic for old Zimhead here. (laughs) He's clueless. Hey... Hey, I I resent that remark. Resent it or resemble it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one, Sphinx. Oh, look,
1: this is not helping. Listen, you guys, I need a catchphrase that is just what people would expect to hear from me. Something that people will say, Oh, 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 yes, that's Zimtron, all right. He's cool. He's awesome. He's
5: our kind of bot. Oh, well, in that case, you bots are going to be here for a while. Another round of drinks? You betcha, Dave. Yes. And make mine a double. Coming right up, boys.
4: You can. You're my only hope.
2: If boffin is your only hope, Briscoe, then you're about as screwed as they come. Well, I'll try my best, of course. What seems to be the trouble? Briscoe's memory loss is increasing, Boff. I think it's time to hook him up to the ship's computer for a full diagnostic. What do you think?
4: Well, it's certainly worth a try, sir. Let me just plug him in. Hey, that tickled. <laughs> And right! He's already. Uh, computer? Computer? Are you there?
2: Let me try. Computer, answer us, or we'll rewire your hard drive so you permanently sound like a cat that's been wrapped in fishing wire for a year. What would you be wanting today, peg breath? I beg your pardon, computer. You're as thick as manure and only half as useful. Why, you... Well,
4: now that's interesting. If I may, can I ask you for a favour, computer?
0: When you were born, you were so ugly, the nurse slapped your mother.
4: (laughs) Um, excuse me, computer?
0: You heard me. But if that wasn't clear enough, you're the seed, breed and spawn of an English toe Well... I never. Well then, maybe you should try, fake face.
2: <laughs> Hang on, Boffin. My turn again. Computer?
1: Oh, it's you again. You're sharp
2: as a beach ball and fat as the fattest thing I've ever seen. So shut your fat face, mushroom breath. <sighs> Do you know who you're talking to, computer? Oh, sure. I never forget a face. But in your case, I'll make an exception, Arsehead. head. <laughs> okay, different approach. Boff. Hand me that rather large hammer over there, please. Do you
4: mean this one over here? The, the extra large one on my workbench?
2: That's the one.
1: Um, uh, you aren't uh, thinking of doing anything um rash with that hammer now, are you, uh, Captain?
2: Sir? Oh, I just had a wee idea, computer. Nothing major. Harmless, really. Well, I say harmless, but actually I mean harmful.
4: Now you wouldn't want to... Will load me
1: would
2: you oh no perish the thought computer now are you going to cooperate and speak normally for once or am i going to have to use this rather large hammer on your inner workings cooperation is my middle name sir what can i do for you gentlebots today that's more like it computer thank you i think we finally understand each other are we good we are tickety sir I am at your service. You may now proceed, Boffin. Thank you, sir. No problem. All in a day's work.
5: How about... And now you know, and knowing is worth three in the bush.
1: Um, let me
0: think. No.
1: In fact, That sucks. Try again.
0: How about robots of the company, roll out? Joking, aren't you? Ooh, ooh, I've
5: got one. How about by the power of Zip? Let me stop you right there, Dave. The answer is no.
1: Next. Okay, here's a good
0: one, mon ami. Oh, Oh, holy What the hell's that
1: even supposed to mean anyway?
0: I don't know, I just heard it in a cartoon once. No need to take it personally, Mon, I mean.
1: Ooh, I have another good one. Another good one, Dave? That sentence implies that you had a good one in the first place, which you have not, I hasten to point out.
0: Oh, never mind Mr. Ungrateful here. Just say it, Dave. Okay, you ready for this one?
5: No. Oh, no. But
0: let's get
5: it over with... Okay, okay, here we go. How about... Zippity-doo! Oh yeah, that's a good one.
1: Ooh, it is a good one. Uh, uh, But I know I've heard it somewhere before. But strangely, I I can't remember where. Uh,
5: Come to think of it, uh, I seem to have forgotten a lot of things.
1: Uh, Like, uh, where are we again?
5: Huh? I'm so confused.
0: Uh, Me too. Uh, who am I? Uh, for that matter, who are you guys?
1: Yes. And why do we sound so strange all I'm of a sudden?
5: So- Uh-oh. I think something
0: is wrong here.
1: Yes. I, I feel strange.
0: You look strange. Mm, I mean, um, what were we doing again? For that matter, where are we again? I feel like I
5: ought to know, but, um, I'm really not sure, you guys. Weird.
0: Merd. Oops, I said a dirty word.
1: Uh, Then allow me to wash your mouth out with soup. I think you mean soap. Yes, that. (laughs) Sippity doo!
2: What do you mean, Buff? What have you done this time?
4: Honestly, sir, it's nothing that I did. I I think it may be the computer. There's a vault somewhere. And, and, well, I think there may be some odd things happening to the crew.
2: Odd things? What kind of odd things?
4: Hey, you guys, do you have anything for me to clean today?
2: Huh? What are you talking about, Squeak? You're the personnel bot aboard this ship, not the cleaning drone. That's Briscoe's job.
5: Exactly, boss dude. So, what can I clean for you today?
2: Squeak. Seriously. I... Wait a minute. Boffin. Seriously, sir.
4: It wasn't me. Honestly, it's some malfunction or other of the, of the computer.
3: Well, since you guys are so busy, I'll just go clean some gunk out of the recycling center. See you later, guys. zip doo <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. Computer!
4: You rang, boss man? Zippity-doo? What can I do for you nice bots today?
2: Well, for starters, you can undo whatever the heck you've done to the crew. Uh, that's what you can do for me today. Y- you've sh- screwed with me for the last time, computer. R- remember that extremely large hammer I showed you earlier? Well, it's... It's... Hey, where was I again? What What's, what's going on? Why do I have this sudden urge to make everything sparkling clean? Yeah, clean. That sounds like a simply zippy idea. I'll clean the whole ship from stem to stern. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm not briscoe. b -b boffin oh, you better fix this or... I'll use this unusually large hammer on you. Now, what is going on here, boff?
4: Uh, I... I think I figured it out, sir.
2: You better have figured it out, Bath, or else...
4: Oh, 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 I have, sir. Yes, honestly, it's something to do with the computer, I tell you. I, I think it's some kind of, um, virus. (gasps) Oh, yes, that's it, sir. And, and it may have been an old one that has laid more or less dormant inside Briscoe's positronic net for quite some time. Perhaps years, even. And when we hooked him up to the computer, I think we may have released it to the entire ship. Oh, no!
2: Uh, what? Uh, Are you saying the entire ship is infected with some sort of Brisco virus? Hey, hang on a minute. Something seems to be happening to me now. Buff. What the heck is going on? Is this part
4: of the whole virus I'm afraid so, sir. And it's honestly not my fault this time. seriously. But 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 according to these readings, it may be even worse than I originally imagined. It It seems to be a rewriting
2: virus, sir. A rewriting virus. What the heck is that?
4: Well, sir, the, the, the virus seems to be rewriting code as it spreads. Some of these changes, at least in certain bots, may be permanent changes. They may not necessarily have Briscoe's personality and voice, but they may indeed have new personalities and altogether new voices. Oh, after this, none of the bots on board the Titan II may ever be the same again, sir.
2: Fix it, Barfin. Fix it now.
4: I'm really not sure that I can, sir. It it may take some time for the changes to take full effect, but there is no way of knowing exactly what will happen. When this is all over, we may not even recognize some of the personalities of some of our crewmates.
2: Oh, no. Are you saying some of our friends may not be our friends anymore after this, Boffin? They may not even be technically the same bots anymore?
4: Uh, Unfortunately, that may well be the case, sir. There is just no telling what kind of damage this virus will end up doing before it has run its course. And it may take months before we even know how this will all turn
2: out. Oh, this is huge. Baffin, Baffin, this is huge. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
3: Cheer! 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 You have been listening to the robots of the companies. Six season finale episode number 65 the Briscoe virus which was written by jonathan patrick russell and which starred in order of appearance joe j thomas as patch sally wicket as squeak jeff niles as zimtron jim barber in his final appearance as sphinx kyle Boars as Briscoe, wayne hayward as dave Shane Harris as Poffin, and David Alt as the Titan II computer. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Daryl Looney. The incidental music was provided by Kevin MacLeod. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was none other than Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series, Robots of the Company, was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com, And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at dark21 at yahoo.com. Not that you will. We were infected by a virulent disease during the making of this audiogram. Ick. The robots of the company will return at Christmas with an amazing three-part holiday special in which our long-running story arc will finally be concluded really, seriously, and when our season-ending cliffhanger will be resolved. No, no, I promise, this time it's for real. So until then, about half a year from now, this is the Creditor, as always, asking you to please stay tuned.
0: Well, salute, farewell, abieto, from your old pal Sphinxy.
1: You have been listening to a production of Dream Realm Enterprises. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved.
0: Sonic Summerstock Playhouse
5: is on the air, exclusively on Mutual. The Summerstock Playhouse is an annual celebration of old-time radio remakes by modern-day audio drama producers, each putting their own special spin on a classic program. Don't miss a single episode, Sundays in July and August, only on Mutual. Better living through audio.